Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Five Questions with Dr. K. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Five Questions with Dr. K. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you decided to listen and tune in today. I have a great guest, someone I've known for a while, someone who is definitely extraordinary in everything that they do. It's none other than Miss Aisha Jones. Hello, Hi. Dr. K. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Miss Jones? I'm Mrs. doing Jones. wonderful, I'm wonderful. Good. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm glad to have you. There's so much to talk about. Yes. So many things to dive into. Yes. But I have you on the show because you are a forerunner of cybersecurity in this community. I um, am. Yes. Yes, I am. You are one of the few minority-owned, female-owned cybersecurity firms, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We um we actually are the first digital forensic cybersecurity company okay. to actually kind of merge the two trends together mm-hmm. and then definitely for the northern or the Louisiana Arcla Mix, Arcla Tex area. I know that uh, we are definitely one of the ones in the field in the area. All right. So I'm excited to have like a pioneer in the industry. (laughs) Yes. We're here in the headquarters of your corporation. (laughs) (laughs) We most certainly are. We are headquartered out of Monroe, Louisiana. We are. Yes. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about yourself. Tell me a little bit about you, your background, your family, and just some of your interests and focus in cybersecurity. Certainly. Thanks so much. Well, a little bit about myself. I am Aisha Jones. My father is Bishop Johan Hollins. Oh, wait, Um, Carl, you said Bishop. That means you're a PK. I am a PK. My whole life. So you know what they say about PK. That's what they say. <laughs> but <laughs> my parents went above and beyond to erase the stigma or try in my goodness. So we didn't get to have as much fun as I'd like to. So if I could rewrite some of my history, I'd go back and change some things. You know what? But um <laughs> it is. It helped us to be who we are. I am uh, one of four four daughters. And then, you know, like I said, I've been here in the area. I'm an alum of ULM. I'm an alum of the George Washington University. Um, so, you know, I just want to kind of hang around in the area. I've been here, you know, like I said, for basically my whole life. Yeah. I have two beautiful children. I'm very, 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 very proud of them. I'm excited for what, you know, God has allowed for me to do um, with them and, you know, just in this area to stand apart. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, cybersecurity, did you go to college? Did you study that um, field? Or is that something you kind of evolved into? Like, how did that come about? Okay, so as a youth, as a, as a young child, I grew up, you know, when computers were like thousands and thousands of dollars, right? So to tear up things, and I'm naturally inquisitive, Mm -hmm. if I had torn something up, I'd have died, right? Right, Several hostile deaths, right? So I was always curious, though, how did things work? So because I couldn't take them apart, right, Mm -hmm. I always wondered, how can I get in? I've always been extremely analytical. And so my dad used to tell me, even as a child, 
child, you need to be a legalized hacker. And it was not even a word or a thing back then. Yeah. He knew enough that I was hacking, but he knew also enough that he didn't want me to go to jail, right? Yeah. Now, for those that may not know what hacking is, I mean, I don't want to assume people do. What does that mean exactly? Well, it has a bad connotation. It's yeah. actually the wrong word, but we, we use it. Yeah. Um, but it's going about getting inside of something mm-hmm. a non-traditional way, yeah. right? Okay. It's not the way it was originally meant to work, mm-hmm. right? We go in the back way. Okay. Yeah. All right. With regards to computers and with systems. Regards to, yes, I'm so sorry. Yes, okay. with regards to computers and systems. And so as I continue to grow, yes, my undergrad was in computer information systems with okay. a minor in computer science. I actually initially started computer science. So when I came to ULM, um, I was majoring in music and computer really? science. I did. And then I gradually moved over to only computer science. And then what I noticed about myself is though I love programming, I do, I enjoy coding Mm -hmm. but in the midst of coding the one thing became I like to talk too much so (laughs) (laughs) taking me and sticking me in a corner that was not gonna work so I began Mm -hmm. to look at you know what else could I do Mm -hmm. which became computer information systems for me so I you know I adopted it too I went to work at CenturyLink and uh, for which it was a career that I enjoyed I was there you know ten and a half years and what did you do um, while you were there I began as a programmer a systems analyst programmer for CenturyLink I then graduated into project management, Mm -hmm. from project management to program management. Mm -hmm. And uh, but one of the things that we did out at CenturyLink was we found that it was hard to retain IT talent in Louisiana. And so we became advocates for CenturyLink to talk and work with universities on how do we keep local talent and let them know that there are technology jobs here. They Mm -hmm. were right there at CenturyLink, right? And so one of my universities, because I had several, but one of them was Southern University. Mm-hmm. So I was so excited to work with Southern. We would hire Southern students, but we could not retain Southern students. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I began to look at their curriculum. Um, what were they doing? What were they doing with regards to why was it once they were using their technology in a business space, why were they not as interested, right? Mm-hmm. And on one of my rides out to Baton Rouge, because we know it's a three and a half hour ride, yes, right? Yes. And uh, I was listening to the news, and I never really lost my interest in digital forensics or cybersecurity. And as I'm driving down the road, I'm listening to a case, and there's this guy, and he had been arrested. Mm-hmm. There had been a ring that had been broken, right? And he was one of the guys, but he insisted, he maintained his innocence. He mm-hmm. kept saying, it wasn't me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm listening to this case and the rest of the guys weren't necessarily fighting it. And he was adamant. He didn't do it. So I began to think, I said, this guy is adamant, but who's working with his defense team? Who's helping him? Because I know at that time, of course, they were getting information from the police, but where else were they getting information from? What expert were they talking to that was helping to build his defense? Mm -hmm. And so I got to Baton Rouge all that night. It disturbed in my spirit. Mm -hmm. I could not let it go. I called my husband. I tell him, I said, hey, you know, something about this is just not right, right? And so I began to look into it and I did the research and I began to find, no, there was no expert digital forensic people that that we could work with, right? Yes. That I readily found. I don't want your interview to kind of get hacked. It's like, wait a minute, I was here the whole time, you know? Uh, So I began to look into it and that's actually how I started 
forensic technology. Mm-hmm. We started with digital forensics. We started with um, looking at working with attorneys and helping, you know, assist cases yeah. on, you know, how do we how do we work with people and keep them safe? That is so cool. So you created something that really, you know, was an opportunity. Yes. And you created a business around that opportunity. And that's actually the essence of what an entrepreneur does. They see opportunities. They see needs. Yes. And they feel them. So I just, you know, I think that it's so awesome that you created that. You didn't wait for somebody to say, well, you need to start a business. And you kind of went on someone else's whim. Right. came from you. Because one thing I will also say is that college is a wonderful place to go. You know, I've done it myself. I'm yes. doing it currently. Yes. But I know it's not for everybody. But one thing I will say is that it definitely prepares you to work in the corporate world. It does. Like my background is in business and that's what it prepared me for, to get a job in the corporate world. It does not prepare you necessarily to own your own business. That That's was cool. back in my day, of course. You know, some things may have changed. <laughs> but, um, you know, again, like I said, I think that's just so cool that you stepped out and just did this thing. And so how long have you been in business now? Uh, I started Dorensic Technology in 2010. And I'm still here. Wow. I'm still here. Um, and so when I started, I was. I still worked at CenturyLink, and I would do, um, because it was no conflict of interest. Let me make sure that that's clear, right? Because yeah, yeah. I was telecommunications, and I was doing digital forensics. And then we branched into cybersecurity again, mm-hmm. totally different industries. Yeah. And then uh, in 2013, I took a leap of faith, uh-huh. and I went out completely on my own in April of 2013. Mm-hmm. And so for six years, I've been right here you know trying to make things happen and that entrepreneurial background I think you're right college does it trains a school in general yeah trains us to go work for someone else exactly. it teaches us how to think it, mm-hmm. it gears us into you know being prepared to take tests and 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 how to look at things but there's always that creativity I think yeah. we kind of snuff out Um, The blessing for me is that my family is entrepreneurial. Mm. So I've had my own business since I was 16. They've always been different. Yes, I've done some of everything. My first venture was I actually started a candy selling company. I sold candy when I was in uh, high school. And then I started a, it was actually back then, it was a digital printing company. Um, We did cards and business materials and different things. I did everything from uh, announcement, birth announcements, different things like that. Um, I called it iDynasties back in. (laughs) iDynasties. iDynasties. And I'm going to keep the name, you know, I should have trademarked it, I guess maybe before I threw it on your your show, because I really am, I'm going to readopt it. I'm going to bring it back, right? Because it was one of my first, you know? So I always knew that I was eventually going to go out on my own. I did not necessarily know what it was going to be, but I knew it was going to be something in which I was very, very passionate about. But my father has been an accountant. He's had his own firm since 1982. Okay. So, on top of being a pastor, so we've had Holland's Financial Services. My dad, you know, he owned it. My mom worked there with him right there in the office. So, all of us grew up. My sister is a realtor. She's a broker. So, it's like our family, we're very, very entrepreneurial. And um, I think, you know, being able to see that, you know, growing up kind of, you know. Yeah, prepared you, definitely. It did. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit about being a pioneer again. I didn't talk about how I met you. I remember one of my first interactions with you was when I was working at a nonprofit called Renewal. That's right. You and your husband came and you met with me. You were in some type of small business program and I was just trying to uh, see how we could provide assistance to you. Yes. I remember when you came in and you talked to me about your business. I mean, my eyes lit up. I was like, wow, this is so wonderful you know, <laughs> to see someone doing something like that in this area. Yes. And so I've always yes. been infatuated with what you do. And I've yes. seen you. I've seen you, you know, definitely depend on God and fighting the trenches for your business and for your passion. And I love that about you. You're very passionate about what Thank you do. But I know it has not been easy. No. It cannot have been easy. So let's talk a little bit about that. What are some of the challenges of being in a male-dominated industry? You know, what can you, you know, give some insight on regarding that? Yes, I'll take a moment to say yes. You have been one of my biggest supporters, and I am so grateful that God has allowed you to be in my life. You've been, you know, just really, really instrumental in, in a lot of people's businesses too. Though I will go on record and say that. Well, thank you. It's mutual. It's mutual. Yes, yes. Um, but being in a male-dominated field, it does. It really does. It has its challenges, especially being in a male-dominated field in the South, yes, right? Yes. Because um, one of the biggest challenges is being underestimated yes, because yes. you get um, you get literally asked the question, "What makes you think you can do this?" And I've never been one to think that I couldn't. It was like I, I really kind of approach that question differently. What would make me think that I couldn't do it? Right? Exactly. Because technology, it's really not a male. Thing. Yeah, it's evolving. It's evolving. Um, but I mean, it was. It's about you look at code, you analyze the data that's put before you. And so one of the blessings about it is being a female, I'm underestimated. So therefore, when I come, I can add a, a different thing that you weren't even expecting because yeah. you underestimated me when I came to the table. Exactly. But the beautiful part about it is because we can talk about that being a disadvantage, but it's also so, an advantage yeah, right. because you underestimate me, right? Yes, yes. Um, we women, we care. We um, When we look at things, we don't just see just the code. And I think that's what makes it a little bit different. We can give it back to you in a way that it matters a lot for you. So when you start talking about cybersecurity and some of those threats, when we begin to talk about identity theft, right? That goes beyond just did somebody take my money out of my account? It's what kind of damages will happen to my family as right, a result right. of this? Mm -hmm. And sometimes as a, as a woman, we're more compassionate with that, right? Yes. We're more compassionate about what's going to happen to my children in their future if mm -hmm. I don't look out for them. Mm -hmm. What happens to my business if nobody is proactively getting in front of, you know, the, the, the perils that we can walk into when we're not, you know, taking care of or being vigilant behind how we look at things. Yeah. So I think that those are some of the things that I look for. Okay, well, good. And I think that's really important. Those are some highlights to why businesses need to look more into it and hire firms such as yours, because you can yes. add that extra layer, that woman's intuition. There you go. You wouldn't automatically get with another firm. So, 
I like that. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. This is so true. Yeah. Okay, so as an educator, you know, the buzzword these days is STEM. Everything is STEM. Science, technology, engineering, and math. And there are some alternatives to that. But yes. that's the gist of what's a big deal in education right now. And it's really about getting kids, you know, engaged in those fields. So I would think that's a big nod to you and more of a reason why kids should be more focused in fields such as these. Uh, am, I, am I correct in that assumption? Yes. Okay. Yes. I truly believe. Um, again, I think, you know, even when I was coming up, you know, when we when you had a young girl that was interested in science mm-hmm. or, you know, math or engineering, it was, it was kind of looked at as, mm. but I think, again, I don't think that we still live in an era or we should still live in an era where we, we have only men can do this right. and only women should do, do this, this, right? Exactly. This put a woman in the kitchen mm-hmm. and put a man in the garage, right? right? So we, we long ago crossed those barriers mm-hmm. and I think education is education. Yeah. And so we should be pushing and promoting our girls all the time. You really can be anything you set your mind to. Yes. And I think, you know, even myself, I was made to feel like something was wrong with me because I yeah. always saw things a little bit different. Yeah. I did not see it as a boy is supposed to do that and I can't. Mm-hmm. I saw a challenge and I love challenges, right? <laughs> yeah. I loved puzzles. I loved, and so, you know, and it did, it caused for a lot of friction, right? Yeah. But it did, it made me feel like something was wrong, but I felt the more I did what I what mm-hmm. I was born to do, right? right? right. The more I blossom, mm-hmm. which is why you'll see passion, but I see excitement because I was always told that I couldn't, and I'm proving now, yes, I can. Yes. And so for me, I love grabbing young girls. I love grabbing minorities because we love to put us in a box and tell us you're not supposed to do that because you were not exposed to certain things. And I say, no, expose us and take the fear away. We're constantly being taught to be afraid of things from the time we are little. We're taught you can't, you can't. What about if we told them that we can? Yes, yes. And then promoted that growth. And I think the STEM and the STEAM and yeah. however we're looking at it, just grab their hand, hold their hand, show them that they can, take the limits off. Yeah. You're going to find a lot of women start to rise up yeah. in a lot of non-traditional ways. And it does not challenge the norm, right? Yeah. Let's change the norm. We're all human. We can all do it. Did we just give birth to another movement? I mean, like, a, you know, a movement for women in, I don't know, STEAM or STEM fields. Not that there isn't already some things going on, but I just, I felt something. <laughs> women rise move. up in Northeast Louisiana and... Yes, go for it. <laughs> go Take for it for it. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, again, I'm, I've always been an advocate. No, yeah. no, yeah. nothing about what I've done in computers is anything different. Anything different than a man can do. But I think, you know, traditionally we look at computers as breaking them apart and putting them back together. And that's why it became a male-driven field. We treated the computers like we treated car engines, right? right, right. But technology moved beyond just keeping the lights on a computer. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about how do people break into them? How are they taking the data? How are they 
utilizing data improperly yeah. and therefore we need different we need a different concept of how we approach it we do we do and i think that's a great segue to my last question yes so we know that you have two wonderful children but one of them is a beautiful little girl <laughs> that i just yes. i love her to death that's my dance party <laughs> okay so what is the legacy you want to leave not just to her but to both of your children as it relates to your business you know when you think about your life and your passions and you know your legacy what do you want them to remember most about their mom and what it is that you do? I would love for my children, the first legacy was that I love them, right? Yeah, right. The, the next legacy is that your mom went against the grain and I know it wasn't easy. Yeah. I know my son saw it probably more than my daughter's going to see it. Yeah. Um, my daughter is right here. You know, she's face to face with it. Um, and I want them to know you can do anything. And I know that has become cliche, right? Yeah. And we, you know, we will tell our kids you can do everything. And we have the world will tell them enough that no, they can't. Yes, you can. But I want them to know it's not easy. Yeah. We fail to understand that just because we want something, we don't have to work hard for it. Right. You have to work hard. Mm -hmm. They've seen me work hard. They've seen me think that I should be somewhere else by now yeah. than where I've actually gotten. But I didn't quit. Right. And so the legacy I'm going to leave you is that, yes, you can. And I will leave something for my children. Even in the Bible, it says yes, that, it you know, you want to leave a legacy for your children and your children's yes, children. Yes. So for me, it's even with my daughter, she wants to be an entrepreneur already. Yes. She'll tell you herself, yes. where's my lemonade stand <laughs> and where's my this and I want my own that. Yes. She's very, very passionate yes. and I try not to squash that in her. Yes. Like you said, she's a dancer. She so, yes. and she's not shy yes. and we want people to feel like there's something wrong if you're not huddled up in a corner that if you have a lot of personality and I have a lot of personality. Yes. Both of my children have lots of personality. <laughs> and so the legacy that I want to leave for them is there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. God created one. One of my son is not my daughter. My daughter is not my son. Yeah. And my children are not me. So the legacy I want to leave, not just for my kids, but all children, yeah. be exactly who God created you to be. Embrace it. Yeah. Be the best you but you're going to have to work hard. Yeah. Nothing's going to come easy for you. And some things might, don't take it for granted. But work for what you want and have no shame. Have no fear. Go for it. Wow, what a wonderful way to end this broadcast. That that was so awesome. I'm inspired myself. I want to leave here and go out and tackle the world myself and do some great things. You're so funny. Yeah. But as we conclude, can you tell us about, again, the name of your business, where you're located, and how our listeners can contact you? Certainly. Thank you. The name of my business is Dorensic Technology and Consulting, LLC. We're located on the campuses of ULM. So we're 700 University Avenue, Stubbs Hall, Suite 120, here in Monroe, Louisiana. Our phone number here is 318-599-9871. Or check us out on, online, which is www.dorensic.com. And we're also on all social media channels, Facebook, Twitter. So it's just Facebook.com backslash Dorensic. We're here to help. Wonderful, wonderful. 
Thank you again, Ms. Jones, for spending your afternoon with us. Thank you, Dr. Kelly. And again, to our listeners, we thank you for tuning in. We hope that you have enjoyed today's broadcast. And until this time again next week, may the Lord richly bless you.